Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to the beautiful, unscripted Thursday night series of What's On Your Mind, Atlanta. You are listening to LoudMouthRadio.com. Tonight is Thursday, March 6, 2014, and we're broadcasting live out of the metro Atlanta area. And once again, it's always a pleasure to come to you live and bring you great conversation, interesting topics as well as a forum to allow you to be able to speak what's on your mind. So tonight we're going to actually ask our listeners to do a couple of things while you're listening to this broadcast. We want to open up the floor to let you know that you are able to tweet, so you can follow us on your social media at Loudmouth, L-O-U-D-D-M-O-U-T-H. If you're on Facebook, please post your comments online at facebook.com slash loudmouthradio. Make sure that when you're putting Loudmouth in, you're using the two Ds, because Loudmouth is spelled with two Ds, and we want to make sure that you're able to find us directly when you go online. And, of course, you actually can call in and speak with us live on our studio lines, which is 347-826-7520. I'm your host tonight, Sonny, uh, coming in to bring this great um, opportunity to speak freely, as I said in the beginning of this actual broadcast. And this Special segment we're calling our pre-show. It's our warmer to kind of get the juices flowing. We are actually broadcasting with three premium series shows each opportunity that we can, Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. We kind of made it a mid-section uh, showcase this season, which we're excited about. Tuesday nights, The Bare Truth, Love, Life, Sex, excuse me, Love, Life, Sex, and Flowers with Miss Jazzy Jones is at that 8 o'clock slot on Tuesday. Wednesdays, we now have The Legal Voice with Valerie Vi, an attorney that is right out of the metro Atlanta area. Um, she actually premiered last night, so congratulations to Attorney Valerie Vi that actually brought The Legal Voice live to you last night with her special guest, uh, Attorney Sonya Compton, who's also running uh, for state court judge in the Douglas County area. And tonight, in the studio with Sonny, so happy to be back on air with this show, um, which um, in the studio has always been about bringing whatever we can mix in there as far as entertainment, comedy, uh, cultural, conscious things, which is always a part of any of our segments, um, uh, different artists, entertainment in its, in, in its biggest form, whether it's uh, something that's going to be live, which Jazzy spoke on last night. We're going to be looking to really incorporate some great live shows so those who are in the metro Atlanta area, you got to make sure you stay with us, stay, follow, uh, stay with us on our social media and follow us because we're going to start posting um, when we're going to have our live shows to where you can become a live audience 
so I think that that's important to uh, continue to just keep um, putting ourselves in positions to speak with the people that are in our community so they can talk about what's on their mind. So I, I got some lines up here lit up. I'm going to bring these beautiful phones in. You are live on Loudmouth Radio. Who do we have on the on the call tonight? This is Jazzy, your co-host. Hi. Hi, Jazzy. How are you? How? Let me tell you something. Don't be messing up the name of my radio show. Say it one more time so people can know what comes oh on Tuesday at 8 o'clock. God. Don't mess up my radio show. That's what's on my people, what is I'm on being my abused mind. on air. Guys, let me tell you all something. As many, as many times as I say these shows, I don't, I don't see how I don't say the Bear Studio in the legal voice. You know what I'm saying, people? I'm this, telling you. When you're I'm a telling. producer and a host, and you're tongue-tied and you're trying to speak it. Ain't no telling what can come out. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Let me say the name of my own show, The Bare Truth, Love, Life, Sex, and Flowers with Miss Jazzy Jones. That's how that works on Tuesday at 8 p.m., okay? And you may resume to your normal radio station of in the studio live with Sonny, the producer. That's all I got to say. That's what's on my mind on Thursday in the afternoon. Lord, help me. Is there somebody else on the line that can just speak freely for us? Who is that on the line with us? on the line. <gasps> Who are we Did being you hear me? with? Sweet baby Kita. Who's hey, sweet, sweet baby Kita? Hello. How sweet are you, Jesus darling? Sweet Rose. I'm sorry. What did you say, ma'am? Did she say sweet baby Jesus? No, Girl, I did not. that's sweet baby Kita. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting ready to say, what? We done found another Virgin Mary issue. White of black. What's up? <laughs> Oh, Lord have mercy. First of all, I take box label other. I don't try to make no distinguishing in case they're trying to give me a joke. Okay. <laughs> oh, hey, Lord. Hey, sweet baby, the girl. How are you? Honey, I'm tired. Lord knows I is. You don't sound like you tired. You sound like you are wide awake. Either you're fighting it like a little kid or something, but you don't sound trusted. Trust me, when I tell you today, I have been whipped. First of all, it's cold. What's on my mind, Atlanta? Oh, my God. It's cold. (laughs) I am freezing, and I am tired. So those two things together, you mad because you're cold, and you sleep it, so by the time you get it good and sleep, then the cold breeze hits you, you can't, yeah, it's just been one of those days. How was your day today, honey? What happened with you today? Who, me? Yeah, sweet baby Keita. Oh, I ain't doing a lot during the day. I just make my business calls and uh, lay around and watch TV. Um, I'm a scandal fan, so I had to watch all the seasons so I can get back into the new season. Oh, girl, you had to make up. Yeah, I was going to go to the scandal party tonight. You know those are the big thing now. The oh, God, yeah. What do they do at a scandal party? I have not been to one yet. What you do they do? Ma'am, you drink with your pinky finger in the air and you watch TV. Those are the two oh, most important things. <laughs> does, so does everybody have the big wine glasses like Olivia? Yes, you have the big wine glass. You have your pinky in the air. You're watching her show. You you connecting. Oh, so that sounds is that really how you boring. Do it? 
Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's how we connect now. At least we, at least they ain't having no love and hip hop parties. Cause our show <laughs> went through that mess. Girl, you might get your head busted mess around right there, girl. Okay. I'm just <laughs> No, but seriously, you know, they had a, they had a party. Um, Kitty, you heard about the party that they had, and the little, little scuffle kind of jumped out of that thing. Uh-uh, I ain't heard about no scuffle. Yeah, they had a little scuffle that happened at, um, you know, Stevie Stevie J and uh, <laughs> Benzino. Wow. Been getting it in and doing different things in the city. And they had, this has been a little bit ago, though. This is this is not, like, okay. very recent, but it happened, no, like, over honey, the we, summer. That was scandalous. That wasn't a scandal party. That was just scandalous. Yeah, that, that, that whole was. show was First of all, love and hip hop. I don't know who the hip hop artists are. Like, it's so many people that do hip hop in Atlanta that's you know really on that game. And out of all them people that pick those folks right there, that I don't understand. Two, Mm -hmm. they get folks with the most ghetto is Mama S E S T. The ghetto is Mama in the whole wide world. it's just really Ooh. fun. Oh Lord! The, you said the most ghetto was mom. She, she got the car down. Nobody to see, but they showing them every week. I be like, I wouldn't want nobody to know I had somebody in my family like that. And we all do. That's the saddest thing. We yeah. all do. Everybody. You know, you try not to act like you know, like mm. you can you can Talk actually. Uh, yes. <laughs> Last night, guys, <laughs> we, we had a. I think Hip hop is like a bad wreck. You you don't want to look at it, but you just can't turn oh, away. <laughs> so so is I love it, is that it safe to say you watch it consistently? <laughs> oh, I I actually do not watch it. But what got me was I watched one of those what is that reunion shows? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the stuff they talked about, like I was like, oh, I missed that, or you know all the stuff that they were showing, and I was like, I, so I had went back and watched some of them because. I felt like I missed some because I watched the reunion show, but I never really watched it. Like the the last reality show that I watched, and I know y'all gonna think I'm crazy, but it was being Bobby Brown. I am Bobby Brown's uh, number uh, one uh, fan. Uh, I'm Bobby uh, Brown's number one fan. I will fight by Bobby Brown. Oh, Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown. Yeah, that Bobby was Bobby Brown. Yeah, that was the real. No, he's the king of R and B. He is the king of R and B first and foremost. But that was the realest show ever. Like they didn't rehearse none of that. They ain't make them say nothing. They just put a camera on two women. What that came on about fifteen years ago? Yeah, oh, but they, they didn't have to prompt them. They had to have no, the episode next week. They going to talk about No, they put a camera on two real niggas. They ain't tell them what to say. Ooh, they have to oh, the camera on the radio. <laughs> yes, she did. Oh, my no. God. She said they kept it 100. They kept uh, it 1,000. Uh, they was the realest folks I ever seen ever on TV. Like, I, I know editing crew had to edit out half of I, I yes, want to see the stuff that they left off. So I want to see the, the chopping board. The chopping board stuff is what I, I want them to have a, you know, just an uncut or a something. Bobby yeah, Brown uncut. <laughs> a Bobby Brown uncut. What is Bobby doing anyway? I heard recently that they were trying to do a concert in Atlanta. Yeah, he was in concert with uh, Keith Sweat. I know he um, he's still touring a little off and on with uh, New Edition. I know that. But I really, I promise you, I am... Bobby Brown's fan. I'm really his wow, fan. Wow, that's 
serious. I know a lot of people actually, though, all jokes aside, that love him. You know, I love his I music, but I still didn't know who, half the time, who was singing. I just, I, I, that wasn't my thing. I would hear someone oh. be like, oh, that's nice, and they would go, well, you know who that is? No. Yeah, I'm kind of bad in, what? That, in that note. I know Bobby Brown. I know Bobby Brown. <laughs> Male, but, yeah. I used to be down here when I first got to Atlanta, and I would be, like, seeing limousines, and I'd be like, oh, I know Bobby in that limousine, or Bobby in that limousine. Is Bobby in that limousine? But Bobby wasn't in no limousine because he was driving under suspended license. Bobby yes, was ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Ma'am. Bobby Brown, his, he had a mansion, and then he had a sale. DeKalb County. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Bobby, that's what made him so real. Like, I, I just, I, he's somebody you can touch. There's so many people with their life suspended in Atlanta. You, I mean, for real. You know somebody yeah. with their suspended right now. And they in the listen. car. They pop it. They drive yes, to the car right you, now. Listen, listen. You can't go nowhere in Atlanta without a car. So, Ain't nobody paying no attention to license being suspended or I <laughs> ain't nobody paying attention to that. It is so Come scary out. though. <laughs> yeah. It is it's so crazy. You know, now uh, they even have they have an app for roadblocks. When you have a roadblock coming up or whatever, they have an app so you won't be running into this. So I suggest anybody is Anybody that's listening that's your license is pending, get the app and find out where these roadblocks at. You know, keep Listen. your uh, keep Oh, yeah, you. yeah. It's like the Phantom something. Yeah. I got that app. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, they try to go I go through roadblocks and want to stand on the other side with a sign and say the police down here. I just want to pull my car over and put a sign. Pull a sign. The Phantom Alert. I think it's you know called the Phantom Alert on the iPhone. You know what's hilarious? And just for all of those people who have that and your phone stopped working and had a glitch, Attorney Valerie Vi is on, on the legal voice on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. She can defend you. Okay. Did you do a drop for <laughs> Hey, do it. Uh, sweet baby kid, we had a show last night. Uh, our attorney, uh, the legal voice with attorney Valerie Vibe premiered last night, and her topic was the do's and don'ts of what to do when you get stopped by the police. Now, you know, we might have an all-time high, but we re listen on that show. Yes, and you know, like you're talking I know. about the roadblock, and some of these people got phones that, you know, don't work properly, girl. You done got them pulled over already. Lord, uh, um, no, no. Uh-huh. One time I got stopped by the police, I was so mad, and my my license was suspended. But I was in the process of like getting everything straightened out, so I still had like paperwork and stuff. So he was like, "Ma'am, your license come up suspended." I said, "I don't care. This is the paperwork they gave me." I handed him all the papers that they gave me. He just looked at it and said, "Ma'am, drive safely." <laughs> oh my God! You see. See, man, now, now, last night, how about this, uh, Katie? You can go back and listen to this, but one of the, the attorney that was on with Valerie uh, last night said that she had a client that got stopped, and they said they asked her her name, and she talked about putting pain. Now, see, that ain't the way. <laughs> see? see. Now, what with this way? She got straight fine. Have you heard of the, the prepaid legal? The you know yes. where they pre legal shield, legal shield now. Uh-huh. Got, she got stopped by the police, and the 
she and it was basically harassment. In South Carolina, they harass you. Um, mm-hmm. Being black is really a crime in South Carolina. And yes, so it can be. It can be. Right. Yeah, she got pulled over, and he was basically harassing her. And she was like, what am I being pulled over for? And he was like, ma'am, just give me your, you know, he was asking for the documentation. And she said, you know what? She called her prepaid legal. And the guy mm-hmm. said, well, put put him on the phone. She put the officer on the phone with the attorney, and then he gave her her stuff back and told her, have a nice day. Oh, um, yes, ma'am. I think yeah, yeah, I think for real, people don't know their options, and a lot of times you get taken down not knowing what your options are or what have you, because the police, you know, it's not always, the police aren't always right. Right. A lot exactly. of times if you show up at court, they don't show up, and you might can get your stuff thrown out. Look at, let, listen to, um, go ahead, little mama. Maybe Jesus, Kita. You better go on you on tell somebody. somebody. You <laughs> 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 Baby, I went to court and my license, they said my license was suspended. I told the judge, I said, ma'am, there is something wrong because I don't even have license. She said, you don't have license? I said, no, ma'am. She had them go and check. They checked. They came back to me. They said, she don't have no license. She said, ma'am, you are free to go because you can't suspend something you don't have. I exactly. left the courtroom. I was praising God, throwing my hands in the air, and when I got to my car, it was a ticket under my windshield. I said, Damn. <laughs> oh. Now, see, they're like, you ain't got no license, but you got a car ticket. <laughs> Ooh, hilarious, hilarious, hilarious. Hey, oh guys, we got somebody that's wanting to talk in. Welcome to What's On Your Mind, Atlanta. You're live on Loudmouth Radio. Call What's your name? Where you calling from? Oh, my name is Comedian Wall Street. How you doing? Hey, Wall Street. Hey, oh, Wall Street. They ain't said two words. Look at you. <laughs> I tried to What's say what. You got me? We got you, boo. All right, all right. I'm here. I'm complaining about tickets and the police, too. I've been on the ass <laughs> and a victim of circumstances as well. Mark, tell us share your story, story baby. Tell share your story. story. I was on Highway 85. A girl asked me to come from Lothonia to go to Shamley to pick her up because she was stranded. She lived mm-hmm. in Shamley. So I right. drove from Lothonia as a good Samaritan to take her from Shamley at one location to Shamley at another location in her house. On my mm-hmm. way back, people were speeding on 85. Eva like, Knievel like was going 95. I was going about 75. The police was driving a Dodge Charger. Who are you going to give the ticket to? He's going to stop me, the last person on the highway. I said, sir, clearly you can't be stopping me when Evil Knievel is already in Atlanta by now. That's the man to get. That's why they gave you a Dodge Charger, to catch him, not me, the last person. He said, miss, you were speeding. It doesn't matter who was speeding. I said, sir, if you give me a ticket, I'm going to report you to everybody. Tell them that they can give you a regular, they can give you a regular Crown Victoria because you caught the last person on the highway <laughs> when you can pass you doing a hundred. <laughs> I couldn't believe him, and plus I was doing a good deed. Oh, you won't give a brother no. doing a good deed a ticket? I said, God, I was in the community. I drove from left on your mind and my business to help somebody. You gonna give me a ticket? Yes, I was speeding. I agree. I was speeding, but I was last. I was the turtle. (laughs) Catch the speeders. Catch Evil Knievel. You let them go. Yes. So he was able to let me go. He saw the light. 
Because I couldn't believe it. I refused to get a ticket being last. Yeah. You don't get that a last man ticket. You, you give them a and yeah. get slapped. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, yeah. you won't catch the last man. We done bought you a brand new Dodge Charger. And you won't catch yeah. the, lo- the slowest person on the highway? Man, yeah. please. Yeah, that's what's we, on your mind. That thing is serious. That's serious. Yeah, I was upset about it. Like I couldn't believe him. I dare you try to give me a ticket. I'm last. <laughs> Why? Why? Leader, the, leader, the leader get the ticket. Evil Knievel, was, I was following him. He was the hero. That's who you're supposed to give the ticket to. Officers who are listening to the show. The first person. Because they are co- uh, contributing to the delinquency of the rest yes. of the people on the highway. <laughs> Look, if you go through North Carolina, you better watch out for for the Mustangs, honey. The souped up Mustangs. The ponies come flying after you. You looking like, hey, that's a cute car. Woo! Pull over, please. Child, you be in Florida. They got the cops in RVs pulling you over. Yes, ma'am. Oh, no. South Carolina be in the the cut. As soon as you pass through the bush of trees. Conversation. You're live on What's on Your Mind, Atlanta. Uh, Carla, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Yellow. Hello. 
Okay, we lost him, honey. I, so we, kids. I know, right? I know, right? We'll just keep it going. <laughs> so, Wall Street, how was your day today? What, what what happened on your day in the city of Atlanta? Man, I wasn't in Atlanta. I was at uh, Vicksburg, Mississippi last night at the Casino America Casino. I towed it down last night in Vicksburg. $2.52. Wall Street, $2.52. Cents. That's all I need. You need $2.52 cents for what? I have to charge you. You know I'm a loan shark. I don't just give out money like that. <laughs> yeah, I get my money back. Everybody know that about me. That's why they call me Wall Street, for assets and assets, okay? So $2.52 only costs you $5. That's all it costs. Oh, you can, never yeah. mind, don't know. Don't know, tell your story. You tore it down, you perform, what you do. <laughs> it's just Jazzy, it's just Jazzy. I let Jazzy have 2050 because she's one of my favorite people. Oh, yeah, see, that's look. Yeah, okay, she's one of my favorite people. I'll let you have $5. I'll hook you up with $5. Yeah, yeah but you told me to lie. Oh, God. I feel it all over the road, all over the road. Yeah, because there's oh, poor quality man. people in Atlanta. There's so many poor quality people you meet in Atlanta. They always have some story. Nobody in Atlanta, now tell the truth, nobody in Atlanta just a regular person. You go to no, the uh, no. laundromat. They actors, singers, publicists. I mean, where can we meet somebody just working? Anybody just got a job? No. And then, you know, everybody an entrepreneur, and that is Latin for unemployed. <laughs> yeah, baby, oh, I'm going to school. I say, you 48 and still in school? Oh, well, you, that's all you do, one thing? Oh, no. Oh, Lord. I just, I'm having so, so much trouble out here. one thing? One thing, you ain't got but one thing going on, you 48, something's wrong with you. No, oh now they God. tell you, they don't say their mama stay with them. Oh, oh they say, no, mom, I don't stay with my mama. My mama stay with me. Oh, my ain't God. Ain't that the same thing? When I tell you guys, this this is why we, we kind of call this show, for all those that are just tuning in, our, our, our phone lines are coming in vividly, and I'm so excited about this show that we're getting ready to open up to at 8 o'clock in the studio with Sonny. Uh, we have an awesome lineup tonight, but literally, if you're just coming into the show, you're listening in live, this segment is our pre-show called What's On Your Mind, Atlanta, and we just opened it up from Atlanta and beyond for people to call in and share what's on their minds, what's on their hearts, and we got some, we got a lot of people that's hitting buttons and stuff like that. So if you're listening in to the show, you want to take part of the conversation, you just hit the number one on your keypad, and we'll recognize you and we'll pull you in. Now, um, we got about a good four minutes before we go into our actual uh, show tonight with our special guest. But tonight I got uh, two of the funniest comedians who have been a blessing to me and so many people. I'm going to just give them a quick shout-out and love real quick. Miss mm-hmm. Wall Street, Sweet Baby Keita. These two ladies are phenoms. They're in the metro Atlanta area. Sweet Baby Keita is originally from South Carolina. Miss Wall Street is from New York. Correct? Yeah, and South Carolina. Yeah, both And ladies. South Carolina. I'm universal. So she done got, yeah, she got, she got a brick and she'll hit you with some mud. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> this, both of these ladies um, literally have just always been very supportive since I've had the opportunity to meet them. They performed at my comedy club when I was open and in my comedy shows that I've had throughout the city. So if, you, if you're not... Uh, have not been blessed to see these ladies perform live. Sweet Baby, keep it telling yes. people how they can connect with you on social media. Uh, I'm at Sweet Baby, K-I-T-A, on Instagram. Instagram is beautiful. I put my beautiful pictures up. 
I'm on Facebook at my real birth name, Lakita, L-I-C-I-T-A. I pronounce it Lakita. L-I-C-I-T-A, sweet baby Kita Cromer. And that's that's me on Facebook. And um, I try to let people know where I am, where I'm going to be, where I, where you need to be. Um, on Tuesdays, I do host at Pizza Bar on 1450 Veterans Memorial Highway um, in Mableton. So it's not the hood. It's almost the hood. So you can have a knife, but you ain't got to pull it all the way out. So if you get off oh that thing, you're gonna go to the. You're gonna go to the good side, though. You're gonna go to the good side. So we're up in Mableton. It's a really nice spot, and it's black owned. And the guys making the pizza is black, and they're flipping pizza in the air. And, I mean, it's delicious pizza. We oh have a great Lord, time. Jesus on Christ! We having a commercial talking about Papa John. So Miss Wall Street, how they oh, yes, you on social media? That's a food I'm group. Pizza is a food group. Wine is a food group. Yeah, I know that's right. <laughs> Share it significantly. Ms. Wall Street, how can they connect with you on social media, darling? we got about one Well, minute. I have a fan page on Facebook, MZ Wall Street, MZ Wall Street. On Facebook, comic underscore Ms. Wall Street on Twitter, and just MZ Wall Street on Instagram. I'm all over the city. I'm everywhere. And uh, if you follow my fan page on Facebook, you'll know exactly where I am. I have a yes, website, mzwallstreet.com, so you can follow me everywhere. I am doing the Georgia pageant this year, uh, the Georgia Plus pageant. Yes, girl. Right. I'm opening up a Theodos Ely this summer at uh, in Memphis, Tennessee. My Memphis people oh, come out oh, and see me at the casino. Yeah, I'm doing my thing this year, and I'm just I'm just glad I'm on. I'm also on a show, uh, Platinum Kings and Queens of Atlanta with Bone Crusher and. Uh, uh, Joey Beans from the Rue Boys and some other stars throughout the city to be announced. And I'm also hosting the Power One concert series for Seafox Productions. So let's be awesome. Thank you so much, ladies, for those little sound bites. i got to tell you what, this well, segment was on your mind, Atlanta. I'm sorry. What would you say? I was getting ready to say Miss Wall Street didn't tell you she had her, her uh, video on Facebook, honey. I seen it. I seen her That's video on right. Facebook. What? I did too. Yeah. It started from the bottom. Now I'm here. Oh my gosh. And then, and then there was God. You know, that's all I can say. <laughs> so listen, uh, Miss Wall Street and and Keita, if you could, I'm a, I'm just ask you guys to uh, mute out. And when you want to come back in, you can. I'm not going to mute you out on the soundboard, but I want to introduce my guests for tonight and introduce this show because we actually are coming into our time period for In the Studio with Sunny. And this show itself, um, I have to tell you that you, you just never know what uh, you find. I'm a, I'm a big reader, uh, so I, I read a lot of things from, you know, magazines to uh, a lot of different types of books and stuff like that. And um, I try to keep up with a lot of things that's going on as best as I can. And so last week... Um, I actually had a meeting, a board meeting that I had been requested to come to and ran into somebody, a friend of mine that I knew. And, you know, sometimes you just see people and you haven't had an opportunity to catch up, so you you at least try to um, see what's going on in their world other than, you know, what's going on just in your world. So uh, one of my guests tonight, I'm going to introduce this young lady as best I can from just my own personal viewpoint, but I I want to allow her to share her story to the listening audience, 
with hopes that, you know, um, it will touch some people who have maybe possibly experienced uh, some things that she can, uh, that you can relate to. Um, and I, I just believe that it's always good for people to be able to share their stories because nobody can tell your story better than you can. And tonight's show itself is called Matters of the Heart, Taking Action to Bring Awareness of Worthy Causes. And uh, my first guest that I'm going to allow to speak on tonight, um, she's actually uh, in the Atlanta area, and um, she's been um, in the area doing a lot of different things, and she started a foundation. Um, And this young lady's name is Tracy Wilson, and uh, she's actually, excuse me, I've known her for a couple years now, and from the first time that I met her, I met her one time in a social event, and she was uh, set up with a little table trying to bring awareness to her son uh, that she had actually um, had lost at the age of 14. And uh, her son's name is uh, Terrell Wilson. She's actually the CEO of, her, of his foundation, the uh, Terrell Wilson Foundation. And I, I think I want to just kind of allow her to give uh, a little more aspect about that foundation, what it means, and, 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 and what she's looking to do with her foundation. And hopefully the community can wrap around her. But uh, I'm going to tell you what's ironic. Things don't happen by mistake. Uh, Tracy, I ran into her a few days ago, like I said, last week, and um, she was telling me just her, uh, her desires to try to push her foundation out and that she's really wanting to get things uh, into a heightened level of awareness. And I think not even two days after I saw her, I ran across an article um, with my other guest that's going to be on the show tonight, and her name is Kelsey Stringer. And uh, I actually had an opportunity to read. I, I heard about a little bit about her story some years ago, but it just so happened that both of these people uh, came forth in the same week to me, which basically was an influence for me to actually put this show together for tonight. So I believe Tracy, um, we're going to just start with her. Tracy, are you on the line with us on Live Mouth Radio, honey? Yes, I'm here. Hi, Sonny. How you doing? I am doing great. Uh, I hope I know that you kind of came into the show and you heard all the excitement on the lines and all the uh, uh, the great laughter of some of my good friends and significant others that are around the area that support Loudmouth Radio, and we try to allow people to have a voice as they're on the radio with us. And uh, I want to thank you. I know that time is of a compression for you tonight. Am I right? Oh, no, I'm fine. We're totally fine. You're fine? I have all the time you need, yes. Oh, great. Okay. So I at least wanted to recognize that I remember you told me that you was going to be on a, on a timetable today, so that's even better. So, Tracy, um, could you share a little bit about your story, um, about your son, and, and, and about the foundation that you've developed? Okay. Um, my son, Terrell Wilson, was 14 years old. Um, he passed away from an aorta dissection, which is the main artery to the heart. Um, it tore. Uh, he was a freshman at Collinsville High School, and there was no aware there was no awareness. There was nothing that I knew. It was I never knew that he had any kind of heart problems, and um, I couldn't. I didn't know how to deal with. Of course, when you lose someone, you never know how you're going to deal with that situation. But losing a child, it just takes you to a whole different um, level. And I'm sure. I could have just sat and just, I could have just been like, okay, this is it, this is over, I'm, I can't do it anymore. But my son touched so many people at a very young age, and I had to do something as his mom to continue to keep his legacy alive. So I came up with this idea, okay, how can I, how can I help another parent? How can I help another mom 
you know, it's not easy. It's been seven years, and I, it still feels like the first year, you know, for me. Um, some people oh, are sure. different, but for me, I miss my son terribly every day, you know. Um, it's not a day that doesn't go by that I don't think about him, and how can I just do something to help keep his legacy alive and also help other people? So I started the Terrell Absolutely. Wilson Foundation, um, mm-hmm. which what, it, what, what I'm trying to do is get a bill passed here in Georgia to implement heart screens in the sports physicals in the schools. That's important because they don't have that in the schools. Um, it's not mandatory in Georgia alone for a heart screen, you know, and I want to change that. Um, okay. And I've been, I've been running into a little struggles with that, but, you know, I'm still here, I'm still trying, and I'm going to get it done, you know. Um, and then clearly after Terrell passed away, there were other, other children that passed away from different, different things, but it was still part of the heart, sudden cardiac arrest, um, HCM, different things like that. I've teamed up with different parents, um, but we're still running into these roadblocks, like we can't get what we need done here in Georgia for some strange reason. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm pushing forward, and God is good, and God's going to open the doors that I need to be open to get this thing done. You know what I'm saying, Sonny? <laughs> I do. And I'm a little I nervous, I but I, you know, I, 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 I'm a little nervous, but I, I love talking about Terrell because that was that's he was my angel and he was my angel here and he's my angel in heaven. You know, so um, I'm just here. I'm a mother who's gonna who's gonna change the face of time here in Georgia. Absolutely, absolutely, and 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 this is the reason why. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, God will put people in your path and, you know, we have to sometimes just make sure that we're receptive and obedient to what um, spirit is connecting. And I know, you know, Tracy, I was there what I thought for just one purpose, you know. And, um, you know, when, when we saw each other in the hall and I realized that, you know, you were there and part of the uh, board that I was meeting with, and um, which is also another nonprofit organization, and, um you just kind of shared with me. And ever since I've known you, you know, and it's been kind of both ways. Like you met me, I had loud mouth all in your face. <laughs> and when I met you, you had your baby's foundation all right there in the forefront. And, when you know, when it's things that's close to your heart and they, and they mean something, that, you know, it's natural. To those, it's important that what is close to your heart and you're passionate about that other people should know about because if you don't open up the resources, the blessings, and the abundance of overflow, not that they won't happen, but, you know, it, it, it could slug the process down a little bit sometimes because of the fact that we don't speak or share um, our feelings or our desires. Um, I think that it's so important that, and, and guys, when I tell you, and when I say Tracy was posted up, honey, I'm going to tell you, I had a drink in my hand. I was in a social event. I'm getting in. I love house music. I'm from Chicago, and I'm getting it in, honey. I'm dancing. I came around the corner, and here this young lady just sitting here behind the table, had a son's picture on the table. So, you know, naturally, I'm like, okay, this is not the normal thing you're going to see. So I eased my way over there just being the nosy person that I am. Intrigued. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, <laughs> Tracy, when I saw you <laughs> sitting there, and you just vividly, I mean, it's like 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. And you're telling me about your son, and 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 you know, and I and I'm not, I'm not a person I get drunk or sloppy like that. So I was very much aware of my senses, but I knew that okay, there's going to be another opportunity where I'll be able to have uh, a better space to be able to talk to you more. Not even knowing that you know uh, what my place may be, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, Tracy, that's probably been like three years ago, almost now. 
technically um, we met? Yeah, about three years ago, yeah. Yeah, and so, you know, since then, you know, we've everybody's grown into more things. You know, we launched the radio network last year. And so um, I just want to tell you thank you for just saying what was on your mind. And you were tired, just got out of work. Um, and, and people, this is why I say when things are on your heart and it's a strong passion and desire for you, don't be afraid to say what's on your mind and, and what's on your heart. And because if it's still nagging, if it's still there, you get up every day and it's still there, that, it has a presence, it has a purpose. Am I right, Tracy? Am I, yes. am I speaking yes. out of turn? No, not at all, so, not at all. So, so now that, um, you know, you're talking about Georgia, and, we, and, you know, everybody around has been talking about so many different things at the Georgia level as far as legislation and laws and all that stuff. And, and, and it is, you know, your, your circumstances or the, 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 the thing that you're fighting for is no different than anything else. Have you created some alliances here um, beyond just a few people that you've touched as of lately to help you move forward? We did a, um, I came, well, not here in Georgia. I teamed up with um, Darren from the Simon Fund in Philadelphia, and I did a petition to have 250 names signed, and every time someone signs a petition, it was emailed to Senator Utterman, and it, we was going mm-hmm. to create the Sudden Cardiac Arrest Prevention Act here in Georgia. And it was 250 okay. names, and we got the 250 names plus some, and then we were supposed to have a meeting with, you know, the senators, and nobody got in contact with me. Nobody, you know, nobody took interest in what I'm trying to do, you know. So I'm trying mm-hmm. to create my alliances here in Georgia, you know, but it's, 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 been, it's been a struggle. I've had a little, little, little roadblock, but I'm still pressing forward. You know, if I have to do another right. position and then a thousand more, you know, I might, my goal is to get into the state into this legislation space and say, this is what we need to do. There are too many children dying due to many parents not knowing that their child has a heart condition, and it needs to stop. Wow, awesome. I think that, you know, don't give up. Um, that That's the number one thing. So many people sometimes feel like they're on this hopeless track and that they're not being heard. You know, I'm going to tell you this, Tracy, and, and, and this is another one of God's blessings. You know, this network is, is, is dedicated to empower, inspire, and entertain. So, you know, even with, you know, and, and this is another reason I really appreciate uh, Keita and Wall Street calling in um, prior to this show because it really helps get, um, you know, elevate, um, even for myself. I, I've been running. I literally just got back in from Warner Robins um, right before I started this broadcast and, and running. So, um, you know, sometimes, you know, all of us, we all have so much that we're doing uh, that sometimes you just got to take a moment and settle yourself. And I knew that coming into this call, and I just had to give a, a, a prayer for you as well as Kelsey, who I'm getting ready to bring in, and say that, you know, spirit, the Spirit was telling me, you know, both of you guys were influential for me to put this show together. And I, when I bring Kelsey on, I'm going to share with her my little tidbit with, with, with her. But literally, um, I had to say a little prayer for, for you as well as for her um, because, you know, this is something that, that, that can, you know, really jug the heart um, on one way, but you want to find uh, the joy of being able to speak about this and it not be just in all pain. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so... I want to say I have Ms. Kelsey Stringer, who is the CEO and founder 
of the Corey Stringer Institute, who is also the widow of Corey Stringer that uh, actually was an NFL player for the Minnesota Vikings. Are you on the line with us tonight, Kelsey? I am, Sonny. How you doing? I am blessed and highly favored. How are you tonight? I'm good. I'm good. And how you doing, Tracy? Good to talk to you. I'm fine. Nice to meet you, Miss Chelsea. Good to meet y'all. Um, Sonny, I, before you even start, I just wanted to say that, you know, you were saying a little bit earlier, like, what your purpose is in, in this and meeting Tracy and then reading my article. But, you know, just from God's perspective, you just have to consider yourself a conduit. You know what I mean? And it's, that's like sometimes what you, what you know you meant to do, you just meant to link things together. And I really respected your um, understanding of being obedient because that's really all we on earth to do is just to be obedient and do what we told. Absolutely. And thank you. I, I appreciate that. that. That's sincerely a compliment. Um, I think that this is such a surreal moment. Um, and what I want to do now, Tracy, just stay right there with us. I want to allow Casey, uh, excuse me, I want to allow Kelsey to share her story in case of, you know, her purpose with her foundation. Um, if you will, Kelsey. Oh, absolutely. Um, and uh, Tracy, my, my, my heart is out to you. I mean, I, I, I mean, really, I'm, I've never been in a loss of words, but I can't believe it's like listening to you is like listening to a recording of myself, you know, just oh, replace man. your son with my husband. And that's, I mean, that's kind of freaky, you know what I mean? Because I know how you feel and you think that you're the only one that has a story and then, you know, you meet certain people and it's just kind of weird and it's not, it's really kind of one of those positions that, you you know, as much as you want to be revered in life, that's being in a position of losing, you know, the most important thing to you is not something that you want to be recognized for. And so I understand right. that. And I understand how hard it has been to uh, persevere through that. But just remember one thing. It's like Sonny being a conduit. You're not, you know, you were chosen for this. You didn't you didn't ask for it. This was already written and meant for you to do. So, you know, just remember that. And, and, and that leads to why I'm doing what I'm doing. You know, of course, for me it's been um, 13 years. This marks 13 years that Corey has passed, and again, it, you know, seems like yesterday. And, you know, days get easier, but it, you know, it, but it never goes away. That's the thing. It's like it never goes away, nor nor should it, but, you know, just know your days will get a little bit easier. And um, so back in 2001, Corey, you know, um, he was at football practice in Minnesota, and um, this was Corey's seventh year. He was, a, you know, all-pro lineman, so, you know, it wasn't like he was some young rookie, you know, trying to make team mm-hmm. or, you know, going berserk, just overdoing it. But it was hot. It was Minnesota. I mean, I know people don't think it gets hot, but it was, like, hot as hell. And, you know, he was at training camp his second day, and he just – it was just hot. And I guess he overexerted himself or whatever was going on. And I say I guess because, you know, factually there was nothing wrong with him. Like, you know, in his case – it was like the polar opposite of your son. His heart actually was the strongest, you know, that you know, he was in the best shape of his career. His Corey lived, um he collapsed he was let me just write this down, he collapsed at practice and um twice 
Um, he was, you know, went to the hospital, and Corey actually um, survived in the hospital for 14 hours before he passed away. Um, just all of his internal organs just burning, uh, really, because he was like 109-degree body temperature. And so, ironically, his heart was the last thing to go. So, um, and, and I share your, your under, I share your story, and um, Corey died. That was the first person in the history of the NFL to die of a heat stroke. His was a heat stroke. So I understand how hard it is because when you're dealing with something that people don't understand, that people can't put their finger on, they, you know, you don't get as much support because you just become like the girl with the red X on her head. You know, they like, oh, they feel sorry for you, but they don't know what to do. And uh, right. in the years passing, you know, with Corey, a couple of years had gone by, and, you know, right after that 2001, if y'all can remember, it just seemed like, you know, it just seemed like people just, these kids, you know, started, nobody did they? They was like dropping like flies. Yeah, and they was like, what yes. the hell is this? And, mm-hmm. you know, people would call me and they would go, oh, you know, another kid passed out. Another kid did this. You know, for several reasons. You know, same, you know, it's just a, you know, heart defects or a heat stroke or, you know, any of these. And I was like, and, you know, and I really, honestly, I would sit there and I would go, oh, I mean, I had a lot of empathy, you know, for their parents and their families. But I was personally like, well, what's he telling me? I share in that same pain. You know what I mean? Like, what you want me to right. do about it? And then say, like yourself, Tracy, it just spirit spoke to me, and and I, and I said it. That's why it's like, it, it's almost crazy because I hate to be redundant and sounding like you, but it was just like it's it's so wild that we just on this same journey. And it was like I said to myself, I was like, somebody got to do something about this. And before I could finish the word this, it was like automatically God was like you. And I was like, oh, hell no, because I didn't work on the platform. <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't ask for this. You get what I mean? And and, 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 and and see, let me tell you one thing. For me, and this is going to sound real crazy, but don't worry about understanding it right now if you don't understand it. As a mother, and I'm a mother, you know, my son is 16 now. And for as a mother, to go through losing something like this, it's like I'm envious of you in, in the sense of, you you have a stronger immediate understanding from strangers when you're fighting for your son. You know, you know he was a he was a baby, 14 years old. You know, like there's no mother, man, dog in the world that wouldn't understand what you're doing. Okay, in my case, the reason why I say it was hard for me. Here I am, this young wife, married to this NFL player. I mean, God forbid, look at what we got going on now on the TV with these titles. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, oh, here you got this black girl. Oh, she's just trying to get some fame. And it was like, it was crazy. And I was like, oh, no, you're not going to put me in this position. You know, and, and I was, he was the least fame seeker as myself, you know, and, it, and we went to college together, you know what I mean? We were, It was just not that kind of party. And it was so, so crazy for me. But that was what I was supposed to do. I don't apologize. I was being obedient. Everything that I do is, you know, what God is telling me to do. And it is not by coincidence that these children continue, you know, to die. Every year it's somebody. So, what, so moving forward, starting the foundation it was it was tough for me. I mean, I, I understand. So I decided, you know, mine was the water thing, like how yours is 
I mean, I, I'm, I'm pushing for the same thing you are about, like, I'm pushing for mandatory physicals. And in those mandatory physicals, for the younger, you know, athletes, you know, heart screenings and having defibrillators, you know, on site and all of these things. But for me, mine was so simple as can they get some freaking water? Okay, like something that's oh, wow, free. Exactly. You know, water comes so from simple. the sky. It comes from, mm-hmm. It's free, right? Like I'm not asking for no money. Can we get some water? So for me, it was like me changing the whole culture of you know a man's world in terms of sports, let alone you know football. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's, it was just like America's sport. It was crazy, and mm-hmm. but I didn't I didn't have any fear about it because. I didn't really know about it. You know what I mean? I was married to a person that I loved. I wasn't married to a football player. You're a mother. That was your right. son. It's not about whatever sports he was playing. Or that's what just he something doing. he did. Right. That's just that's what he did for a living. He would tell you all the time, right. I'm not a football player. I play football for a living. So in my case, it was so tough. I was in litigation. I mean, you know, I'm suing the NFL. I'm suing the Minnesota Vikings because I'm like, who dies of a heat stroke in 2001? You know, and, and no no offense, Sonny, you know, but in Chicago, I got family in Chicago. All you hear about is like the old lady up in the nursing home in the high rise that died of a heat mm. stroke. You know what I mean? Mm. Because you don't people know don't realize how hot it gets there. People don't even and begin I do to think. And right, and it's not a game, mm-hmm. but you can't imagine that that would happen. In a, you know, in a billion-dollar industry. You couldn't imagine that would happen to an all-star player. You know what I mean? You you just can't imagine. Like, who? It's hot. Like, seriously. So, I mean, I understand it was very hard for me. I went through 10 years of litigation. I didn't receive any help from, um, at the time, from the NFL, from any NFL affiliates, you know, from any, you know. I had secret whispers of people that told me I was doing the right thing, but, it was just mm-hmm. tough, and you know, and, and and as Sonny told you, don't give up. But it's not even a choice. You can't give up. It's not. I mean, you don't even have a choice. If you if you were gonna give up, you would have did this day one, and you wouldn't even be here on this radio station right now. So don't even worry about you know persevering and fighting through. This is what you do, like you breathe every day. And so mm-hmm. you know, for me, once I ten years I was in litigation, I settled my case. You know, I fought, I fought. And once I settled my case, I'm telling you, it's just like half faith. Every it's like the doors just opened up, and I leveraged mm-hmm. a lot. Of, I leveraged a lot of financial gain um, in my personal life through this litigation to be able to create something. Would do the same thing that you're doing. Make people aware. All I wanted to do was say. I learned so much through this litigation that I said, how many mothers, how many families, how many coaches. You know, how many people responsible for these? And I call them, you know, children because, you know, my you know, my husband was 27 years old, you know what I mean, but like a young man. How many people, he's been playing football all his life. How many people don't know this? How many people don't know what to do? How many basic, simple things are there to do that, you know, people don't do? So, I mean, it, it just worked out. And, you know, to sum it up, Tracy, I would be, it would just be remiss of me to not extend you know, both hands to you to help you get these laws changed. In the recent years since KSI has been um, founded and developed, maybe like um, three, four years now, going on my fourth year, um, I was able, it was like so hard working it by myself, but I, I was able to people throughout the years, I mean, like I said, 10 years of it, I um, partnered up with, um, well, actually, I didn't partner. I created and linked up with the University of Connecticut. And the reason why University of Connecticut, because they're like the leader 
in research and education in you know, um, in out in sports health, okay, in sports medicine. So one of the oh, the directors okay. of the School of Education, right? And I'm and I'm a big education buff. Like I'm I'm, I'm like you. I read. I'm education. Everything you get nowhere without knowledge and being educated, okay? So I mean, you can advocate, but without education to it, you're just gonna be yelling and you know be loud and just talking. So I linked up with them, and um, it it's just like. We've now changed the laws in nine states, okay, Georgia being wow. one of them. We, and we changed the laws in terms of – and it's, it, it, it sounds good, but it's still small feats because, you know, I have so many other things on the agenda, but we've changed the laws in terms of high school football practice policies, okay? Mm-hmm. And and the reason why it was football, of course, yes, because Corey played football, but – the, the the practices and the guidelines in football are, like, so erroneous that it just didn't even make sense. You know, a lot of sports have a lot of, you know, it's, it's less children, you know, basketball, and a lot of them have, I mean, not to be funny, a lot of them, more of them got their shit together than, you know, football, you know. So it mm-hmm. was important to, be, to um, you know, to, to start in that angle. That was something I knew. It was something that I was familiar with. So, you know, Georgia being one of the states, Texas, I mean, that's huge, Texas. You know, you don't yeah, you Yeah, so um, I'm pushing to, you know, my goal is to have every state to be able to, and, and I say nine, but I think we might be at like maybe 11 now, but my goal is to have every state conform to not only a football, you know, football practice um, guidelines, but my biggest thing, Tracy, is like pushing for, mandatory physicals, because you know how it is as a mother. I don't know, you know, you come out there, you get this little physical, and, you know, I mean, I'm a mother, and that physical they give them, it's like you wouldn't even know if they had chicken pox. You know, they lift to their heart, they hit their feet, they touch their toes, and they sign their toes, toes run in place, and you pass. Yeah, and you're like, yep. what the hell is this? And, yep. and you know, and as a mother, <laughs> you know, I mean, not, not oh, being funny, is twenty twenty. you know what I mean, but... How would you know? You, I mean, would you lift to your baby heartbeat every day? I mean, I, I mean, you know what I mean. You wouldn't yeah. know this, and then, and then when it happens, they're looking at you like, "Oh, you should have known that." Well, how am I supposed? Yeah, to know you're, that? you're his mother. You should have known that. I had that. I was like, "Really? Are you serious?" Yeah. No, I, didn't. I can't. Yeah, and so. it's like you know, you want to tell them as a mother, check your son's phone. Did you know he just texted that? You don't know everything, you know, <laughs> and that and that's something you're supposed to know, you know. So right. it's just I understand. I, I I mean, I just I can't believe it, but I get I get like real passionate and I get worked up because I just. I know that it's gonna it's gonna work itself out. And you know, let me let me just give you leave with this. You know, when you fighting for something, it's it's gonna be a struggle, or it's not a fight. You you get what I mean? So you're gonna have the roadblock, right. or it wouldn't be worth anything. You know, it, it it wouldn't be. And imagine, and not to sound like all cliche ish, and you know, but I always equate what I'm doing with KSI to um, maybe like a seatbelt campaign. Remember, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm getting old. I don't know how old y'all are, but remember when you didn't have no seatbelts and you just rolled in the car? Yeah, And then God. it became seatbelts, and they started putting them in the car. Then the Toyota Camry had that little automatic thing, and it was cutting people's head off. And then, you know, just all this crazy stuff. Then over the years, they started developing the laws about the seatbelt, and then some states had and then some states didn't. You know what I mean? But imagine all the people that fought for that. And now it's second nature. Not even the cool dudes wear their seatbelts. You know what I'm saying? So it, the fight is there. It's supposed to be done. You are just, you know, just like Sonny, you are a conduit. You are a advocate to what is already laid out to be in place. And the blessing that you have 
that I've learned is you have your son to be a supporter of that and helping you to identify your purpose. So that's what I I would be more, you know, we can exchange information. I would love, you know, to bring you on board, come to a board, you know, create more awareness for you. To, and more importantly, and I just like what you're what you, what you going for, to, to make sure they can have these heart screenings. And, and at least, if you know, that should be a mandatory thing to be added onto the physical list. You know what I mean? How hard is that? All these doctor's offices, they have that. Why not do that? Yep. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. No, you're I'm welcome. trying not to cry, Sonny, but you know, I know. What you said. girl. Let me tell you something. We, girl, we we've had a, you know almost three weeks ago we had we uh, did our bridal giveaway. Um, Jazzy's uh, company, the uh, Bearheads Dream Wedding Expo. We we are gifting a ball bride a dream wedding. Um, she's a two-time mm-hmm. cancer. Excuse me, she's dealing with cancer on a, um, another level, and uh, we gifted her her wedding, and she she found out about it on the radio show. She had us over like boo-boo kitties, honey. So if you feel the need to cry, <laughs> it's not like a stream makeover. <laughs> People were screaming, and, 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 you know, what we just, like I said, we try to keep a relaxed forum, um, and, and, that's, and, and I think this is part of what I was saying the pre-show um, I knew that we were going into some, some real subject matter in the 8 o'clock show, and, you know, it's, it's natural to just to just feel what you feel. So if, if that's what you feel like you need to do, Tracy, by all means, go ahead, darling. I think it's more than um, understandable. I'm just touched yeah. listening to you guys speak, um, you know, uh, about – wait a minute, Tracy, how long has it been for you? Since, uh, um, September 15th this year would be seven years. Mm-hmm. And Kelsey, it's been 13 for you. It's been 13 for me. And, um, you know, I tell you what, it, it was really hard. Like my son, he just turned 16 like, two weeks ago. And, you know, it's, it's the older he gets, it's like, I don't know. It gets easy for me personally, but the older he gets each year, it's like so hard. You know what I mean? Because he, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's just like, oh, you know, and he, and he plays football. And, you know, being a mother, he's been playing football since he was six. And I was like, you know, and I'm from Atlanta. So, you know, I'm, I'm here in this heat, you know, every summer, you know, and, you know, he's fortunate enough to be in private school and all that. But, you know, I keep him straight in the hood to play football. You know what I mean? Right. That's just what right. we do, you know. I mean, just that's mm-hmm. that's uncivilized, and you know they don't they don't know nothing about no water breaks and you know that oh it's How crazy. Do I, I know. Oh, girl, and I'm sitting in the car and I'm like, what kind of mother am I? Like, what are you doing? So you know what I mean? It's just it's just it's just beyond me. But sometimes, and, and Tracy, I'm sure you understand. You you just sometimes it's like you're not even thinking with your own mind. You know what I mean? It's like this. Something is just thinking for you, you know, and it's just, I mean, my heart goes out to you. I respect you so much as a mother, and I just, I, I don't, I don't, I couldn't, I mean, and, and, I, and I share that, and I used to tell um, Corey's mother when he passed away, you know, it was, I told her, and, I, and I'm saying it to you, you know, it's one thing, I'm not belittling my loss, but it's like we share a loss together, like his mother and I, for example, but I said, you know, as a mother losing your son, I don't. We don't share the same pain. You, you, you know what I mean. Right. Yes, a lot. Mm-hmm. I, you know what? I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm. I want you to understand that as we work together through this journey, it's, 
it's I respect it. It's different, and I know it's different. You know what I mean? And 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 mm-hmm. never, you you know what I mean? And it's just like I'm just humbled. I'm more humbled to be able to help you as a mother than you would ever feel like me reaching out to you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I think the hardest wow. thing for me, Sunny, this year was Terrell would have turned 21 um, February 12th. And I cried oh. all day. I just couldn't I couldn't pull it together. for. I couldn't get it together for no reason. I, I took the day off. I was just in bed under the covers because I was mm-hmm. like, at this point, you know, I was thinking, like, okay, he would be 21. Where would he be? I know oh. he would be, you know, what would he be doing at this time? I know oh, him, and his, girl, him and his big brother would be fighting about somewhere, you know, and I just cried and cried and cried and cried and cried. And I remember calling my father, and I was like, Dad, you know, I had my moments because I'm his mom and I am always have those moments. I said, but this day is really hard for me. And he told me, he said, you know, feel what you need to feel because you are his mother and you will always be his mother. And if you want to lay in bed all day, then you can do that. And I try not to, you know, stay in that zone, but it was difficult for me. It was like, oh, my God. And I was like, Terrell, okay, I know what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm going to get through this. I'm going to get through this. And my motto is do it for Terrell. His last words to me was, Mommy, I'm okay. Do you hear me? Mommy, I'm okay. And I hear that oh, often. Like, his last words to me was, Mommy, I'm okay. Do you hear me? Because it was just he and I in the house. It was just me and him. He died in my arms. And oh, I was girl. like, Mommy, you're not okay. And he's like, I'm okay, Mom. Do you hear me? And and I play that in my head often. Like, I hear that. And that's that little voice that, that's keeping me going. Like, Mom, I'm okay. You can do this. You can do this. You can do this. You know, and I'm not going to stop <laughs> until I get it, you know, until I get it done. And I'm going to keep going, and I'm going to keep going. And it's just like like a renewed thing tonight, you know, just, just I'm, I'm just, I'm grateful. I'm humble. I'm, I, I can't even, like, express how I'm feeling. But I hear, like, Mommy, I'm okay. It's okay. Go for it. Do it, you know. <laughs> and I'm, 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 I'm humbled. That's amazing. Wow. Well, ladies, um, Jazzy, are you still on the line with us, hon? You already know I'm over here boo-boo kiddying it out. (laughs) Hi, Hi, everyone. Hi, Hi, everyone. Let me just tell you, ladies, both, that I think, you know, I I say this all the time, and I know, as as we say, it, it really gets repetitive, but when it's true, it's just true. I think we all live our lives, one, to make sure we impact ourselves, make sure we impact our families, then our community, and then our global community. That's our, that, to me, is our job, and that's what I try to do in my daily walk, my daily life, and, and you know, just doing, getting better at it. But unless you go through something like this, you don't know what it feels like to bury a son, a husband, a, a father, or a, a mother, or whatever it is. But under the circumstances, like you said, Kelsey, you, you, your pain is different than Tracy's, and her pain is different than yours, but nevertheless, nevertheless, it's pain. But the beauty of pain, which most people don't see, the beauty of pain is to persevere through, to become strong, to do something. 
And that's where both of you guys are. Even though it is different, even though the years are our space, you have moved, both moved out of the continual pain. It doesn't mean you don't get it sometimes because, you know, I, I, I share, and I've shared this on my show and several, you know, times over, my daughter would have been 26 this year. Um, and no, she she was three months when she passed, and she passed from uh, a syndrome that is extremely rare. But nevertheless, I lost a child, mm. and to bury a child is is it's nothing anybody can ever imagine until you've you've experienced. It's just not. It's just not. So. I do share that with you, Tracy. I do share the pain of loss with both of you, but different. I didn't have other children that played. My All my kids were athletic. They didn't play mm-hmm. football, but they played soccer football. Mm-hmm. And in soccer, just like you were saying, it's totally different than football. My brother played, but my brothers played football, and it's true. In soccer, oh, honey, the soccer moms, all of us, you got the juice, you got the water, you got the orange slice. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's right. not, you are not going to be dehydrated. It's not going to happen. And mm-hmm. if you do, if the, the game is stopped, you are, I mean, it's just a whole different kind of sport. It's a whole different kind of care of the athletes than it is in football. Football is that brute force. You got to be tough, man up. You know, we're not taking a break till you get it right. I was a cheerleader for years, so I watched it. Um, so I commend you. I commend you both for taking um, your pain into perseverance. Because if you don't, it, it's very true what you said. If you don't, then the laws cannot get passed. If you don't speak out and speak loudly, you know, uh, what what is that statement? A closed mouth never gets fed. It never. Keep your mouth closed. You will never eat. You will go hungry. You will die, and the cause will be lost. So if you have to cry, baby, it doesn't matter if it was a year, 7, 13, 26, 40, or 50. Cry when you get past the cry, persevere. That's just that's the best thing I can say because in that perseverance, guess what? Through this show, through all of the circle, the chain that has happened between all of you coming together, it is now allowed over 4 million in Kardashians to hear this, over 4 million iPhones, iPads, and the rest of the I's and the T's and the rest of the letters. <laughs> it has allowed people to be able to hear it tonight. And then guess what? Every single time you go, I need you to listen to this show, Somebody can hear. I didn't know. And archive it. Mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. know about that. I didn't know. I didn't pay attention that this sport didn't take care of the children more so than another sport. Because why would you think about it unless you have a child or unless you experience it or unless somebody mm-hmm. tells you? So once again, I'm I'm so honored. I'm I'm t- I'm serious. I'm over here tearing up for so many different emotions. I'm tearing up because. Wow, my baby girl, I'm tearing up because of your son, your husband, and all of the mothers who have um, unfortunately not been able to share a long life with their children. But at the same time, I'm tearing up because if it was not for the loss, if it wasn't for our children leaving, we wouldn't be able to say, though I hurt sometimes, I couldn't help somebody else. Right, children and We could not do it. We couldn't do it. So applaud. I am so applauding 
you guys so much because that's what it's about. It's about what what can we do with the experiences that we have so that somebody else can be better, better equipped. So, yeah, I'm going to get my tissue now, and I thank you. <laughs> Absolutely, guys. We're going we're gonna to go to a quick, a quick commercial break, and we're going to come right back and kind of conclude this, um, this great session tonight. So, guys, just hold on one second for me, please. You're listening to In the Studio with Sunny on LoudmouthRadio.com. It takes great content and the right media branding mix to deliver a great service. Here at Loudmouth Radio Network, we intend on doing both and exceeding our own expectations. Advertising on LoudmouthRadio.com provides you a cost-effective vehicle to brand your business repeatedly, providing you packages that consistently announce your business without breaking the bank. Despite the traditional high price tag that traditional radio brings, it makes sense to become a media partner with Loudmouth Radio that provides you an already built-in multimedia campaign to push your brand out. Make sure you contact us today, and any of our specialists with Loudmouth Media Brand will be able to help you get out further. Contact us today at 706-363-3895. And don't forget, visit us online at loudmouthradio.com. Have you heard? No, what's going on? Loudmouth Radio is getting ready to start this season back March 4, 2014. Really? I hadn't, I didn't know. Well, tune in. Starting March 4, 2014, Loudmouth Radio Network is coming back on with new shows, new content, special guests, features, and things you would not want to miss. Great media partners and content that you will just lose your head over. Remember, loudmouthradio.com. Guys, thank you for sitting through that painful experience of commercial break. <laughs> uh, but oh it's so befitting. Uh, I, I, I want to, Jazzy, thank you for chiming in and, and sharing that information. And I, I've just been really just listening to, to both of you guys, just sharing your stories and connecting, which I think was my deep-seated prayer. Um, and I, I think the other side of it is that myself being a, um, a former professional athlete and I played basketball and I can remember many a times when, um, you know, our team was being pushed, uh, even though the seasons are a little bit different um, as far as timing, you know, basketball would typically be uh, in the, in the uh, fall, winter coming into spring. But even still, um, there will be times when, you know, a lot of coaches, and this is a part of this I'm going to say uh, is important not only with the organizations, but also the coaches also need to be uh, brought up to speed, I think, about the safety measures. They need to be educated, you know, because um, I can remember many a days, you know, a lot of times the coaches' attitudes, they think that they're doing something. Because, you know, most with any athlete, you're going to push them mentally, and let them know, you know, this is 99% mental, 1% physical. But, no, you know, there's a time when you have to allow the refueling of the body. And, unfortunately, everybody does not do the same things. Everybody's not getting all the nutrition um, that they may need because, you know, everybody's household may not be structured the same. You know, the athlete may not be educated on how to hydrate. You know what I mean? So right. Exactly. There's 
so many, yeah, there's so many intangibles here that um, that the overall institution of education kind of needs to happen. You know what I mean? So I think that, you know, the physicals is one aspect. And then the other part, and I can remember this myself, is that the physicals happen in the beginning of the season. But right. they, they got the whole regular season, and then don't let them make it to the postseason. What happens when they hit the postseason? What, you know, there should be some, you know, checkups, especially, like you say, football. Yeah, people that get concussions, you know, and, and, and um, you know, they, the body is, is constantly being impacted. So they may either need to be some additional reform in regards to safety throughout their season, you know, and that's high school, AAU, uh, you know, the little leagues. you got kids out here. They put these kids in football four, five, six years old. You know what I mean? Right, um, right. And, and adults, and you, you think because, okay, this is a professional league, Kelsey was the example of this, like, wait a minute, hold on, let me tap you on your shoulder and tell you something. This don't make sense, you know. Right. And that attitude um, from the athlete is also instilled from the coaches because a lot of times they've taken it from the, from the early ages of young minds up into adult minds. And so you know as well as I know that a 10-year-old is going to be different than a 16-year-old. A 16-year-old is going to be different than a 27-year-old. You know what I mean? So the way the communication is going is going to be different. The way you approach things, and, and, and by far, um, and then also I think that I can't remember what we were talking about, but just a lot of times on the male side, you know, weakness is not um, uh, acceptable. What they not at all. Weakness. Not you at know all. What I mean? right. So. You're showing that you're not this, this, and this. When you're saying, oh, wait a minute, I don't feel something, um, you know, something is feeling irregular in my body, because your body's going to tell you. Mm-hmm. But a lot, of, a lot of times our mind is pushing us over the, the, the aspect of what the body is, is giving us, and we're trying to make it mind over matter. And, you know, right. and, and sometimes it is, it's beyond that. Um, and I have to admit there's been times myself that, you know, I remember when I was playing overseas, and I clearly, and I, to this day, I have, I think I have more of a nasal issue because I remember clearly this girl coming down and hitting me across the bridge of my nose, and I felt like my nose was broke. I mean, you know, because mm-hmm. you hitting the nose, it hurts like hell anyway. Um, right. And, but, you know, the adrenaline and everything is going, you know, and then when she hit me, that just made me want to come at her harder, you know what I'm saying? So I feel uh, whatever action I was taking you know, mentally and physically, I was still making an effort to com- conclude the play that I was making. But then after the moment, after I came back, <laughs> when that ball went through, and I was like, ooh, hell. She done <laughs> <she> knocked me <laughs> Almost done knocked me out. And, um, and even then, the doctor didn't reset my nose. Uh, and it could have been a slight, but even now I can still run my, face, my finger over my nose and feel that, that there's a little bit of an indention where the bone structure probably is supposed to be. So, wow. you know, guys, my, my point of saying that is to, 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 to emphasize, you know, as you guys continue this walk and your journey, um, I've been sharing this information. So if you guys, have, you know, a lot of our listeners are listening and online. Um, we have been tweeting and, and Facebooking and indexing websites and all this good stuff for you to connect with. Um, both, I'm sure Tracy and Kelsey both are accessible if you, have, uh, you want to get involved. Um, you know, and I'm, I'll give you guys the opportunity to, to share your social media information, website information, as well as if you have, um, do you guys have any events coming up um, uh, that's in the area 
at all? Um, um yeah. No, not a few I don't. I don't have any um events going on at the moment. I I am trying to put together a um a bowling event that I usually do, a bowling fundraiser um in the summer for the kids. So we're working on that now. Okay. So that'll probably I'll give you more information about that, Sunny. And um, okay. but I don't have anything going on right now. Okay, and um, Kelsey, what about you, darling? Um, we do. We have um, um, this we have a our annual, which is a good thing, our annual fundraiser event. It's um, we actually do two of them, but our annual one is coming up um in New York, and we do it um during the NFL draft. Um, that's pretty big for us because it creates a huge amount of awareness for, you know, that younger athlete that's coming into the league, you know, that is just like coming into a whole other world, as well as, you know, for those much younger athletes that are watching the draft. So we do our annual um, fundraiser then, which will be April, oh, shoot, um, I believe it's April 26th. And to not quote me on that, all that information is on um, our website, which is um, ksi.edu. And um, all the information, everything that we've been doing, everything that we do, everything that we are, you know, advocating towards, everything that, you know, our primary goal, like I said, is education, to educate Mm -hmm. others, Mm -hmm. to educate the coaches. You know, um, we raise money to be able to, to, to go all across the country to speak to, you know, whoever will listen to coaches, to mothers, and most importantly, to parents, you know, so that they, we, we encourage the parents to be advocates for their children because they're the one that's making the decision to put their children in these sports, you know, and their mm-hmm. voice is so much more powerful than they think it is. Right. You know, they, they turn that over right. to and the And they're trusting these programs. Yeah, they're trusting these yeah. programs for their kids and, to and go yeah. in. Yeah, they're making these programs what they are. You know, we're the one paying these fees and buying the uniforms. And, you know, yes. as much as just, just like Tracy is right now, you know, advocating for her son, you know, we're encouraging parents to get behind the eight ball, you know, and, and, and do that and, and have a voice. And 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 so so many times, not you know, the coaches, they, they would prefer not to lose a child. They would prefer nothing bad to happen to these children, but sometimes it's, it's too late, and we, we don't want that to happen. So, you know, our goal is to eradicate the fact that these young children have to die participating in any type of sport, be it while they're, you know, in action or when they come home or, you know, anything that's going on. So um, we're just trying to constantly raise awareness about that and, you know, searching for ideas and partners to be able to help us spread the message. So um, our Facebook, Corey Stringer Institute, KSI, on Facebook. Um, we're on Twitter as well at uh, KSI.org. So, you know, everyone can look us up and, you know, just anything that and, – and, and, and my position of it as the, the CEO is not just holding a place and having a foundation, but it's just to continue to grow and continue to, you know, share what I've been through, but I get humbled by, you know, women like you, Tracy, and parents and 
just to, for us to, 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 you know, come together and do what we can. You know, it's, this is not individual. I don't, as Jesse said, I don't think we're on this earth for ourselves. I think we're here for one another. So anytime we can work with one another and be on the same page, and even if we're not on the same page, it's about coming together and realizing there's a page bigger than us that we're trying to work toward. So I yes. just appreciate you so much, Sonny, for having me. I, and I'll be honest, I had no idea, like, I'll be honest, like, what it was going to be about. And I was just like, okay, you know, of course, I, I want to, you know, share anything I can about it because someone's listening. And when I first, like, chimed in, I was like, what are they going to make? Are we laughing? Are we, what is going on? And it was funny when I was listening to the comedians, but I'm so, so thankful. And it's just, you know, like, it's, I'm so thankful. I'm so humbled. And it's just a pleasure to have met you and what you're doing and a pleasure to have met you, Tracy, as well. Thank you. You too. Oh, guys, thank you all so much. I, I just want to tell you that I just appreciate, and I ain't going to lie, I stalked Kelsey out like, okay, I was, like, playing phone tag <laughs> with her assistant. <laughs> and so um, Jazzy will tell you, it was, like, two days straight. Yeah. Oh, my God, I need her to be with me. I've created this yeah, show you, because of the both of them. Oh, my God, these are two of the dynamics. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, she is yeah, you got my number now, so you can just call me directly. I am not, you know, that non-available. I'm very accessible. Let me tell Absolutely. you, Tracy, she, she, Sunny, uh, you know, a lot of people don't know her heart, um, and I have to come on the show and tell, tell people how great she is as a producer, but just as a person who cares, she kept saying, how can I help Tracy? How can I help Tracy? This is prior to reading the article. She was like, I really, really want Tracy's um, foundation to get off, off foot. She worked so hard. I watched her, and it's been a long time. And then when she saw the article, she kept saying, oh, my God, Jazzy, they got to meet. This is going to be perfect. It's going to be so perfect. So, you know, we, when when we started the show, and Kelsey, I was just sitting over here laughing because we knew – you know, we, we this is really a radio station you know, that does not mind digging into stories, digging into heartfelt, tough stuff. You know, we've talked about some heavy, heavy stuff. It's never easy to talk about losing a child, a husband. It's never, it's, it's never easy talking about loss, period. So we wanted to open right. the show, you know, with laughter because it's better than any medicine, number one. Um, right. But... At the same time, knowing that you guys were going to click, we just knew it, and she knew it <laughs> as a producer and as a person. She, her whole thought process was just let me be able to use this vehicle of, of radio to do what mm-hmm. you know it's coined to do, and that's to empower and inspire and entertain. You know, so I'm so happy. I'm so happy just to even be a co-host, to just be able to pop online and go, wow, I get to be a part of history making because I promise you this time next year this won't be the same meet and greet. It will be, can you believe that was accomplished? What can we accomplish <laughs> next? Because that's what seeds do. Just one small seed grows trees. I mean, if you ever really think about it. Yeah. You have trees and branches, and it produces more, and it flies off and goes somewhere else, and, you know, it's pollinated and seeded. And, you know, so you it's a constant growth. But I have a question, and I know, it's, you know, your show is about to end, but I do have a question because I so think go ahead. it's important. Go ahead, huh? um, and that is because I think a lot of people may not know 
just how many kids or youth or young young men that are playing sports and women because we have a, a women's football league here as well, a couple of them. Um, mm-hmm, that's true. We may not we may not recognize how many people are affected yearly. Do you either one of you have those totals? Oh Jesus Christ! I sure. Oh, I know, right? Um, <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah. Call me up. I got you. Okay. Didn't I get you with a good old news question? You did. You got a I know. She asked for statistics and demographics. I know there were like 250,000 people that would die yearly for un- from undetected heart conditions, and 10,000 of them were children. But that was last year. Wow. Don't me. I'll, get a, I'll get a new one for you, and I'll get it back but, to you. Let me tell you, that even, and I was going to say, if you could do an estimate, you know why this is important? Because sometimes, you know, it's just two, it's two women on here talking about their loss. And say we got a couple of thousand that's hearing about it, and maybe, you know, a few more hundred have lost. When you put big numbers out, it grabs people's attention. Because you have, again, like I said before, if, you're not, if you haven't experienced it, well, it kind of doesn't affect you. But right. when you keep hearing it and keep hearing it and keep hearing it, you stop. And so I wanted to, to make sure that we gave our audience and those that will archive this an opportunity to, to know, guys, this is serious. You know, it's right. serious. It's our children. It's our future. It's, you know, it's our present. And so we have to be mindful that, this is not, and, and not to say God knows, you know, uh, again, I've, I buried a child. So it's not to say one is not important because if she was important to me. Your your son was important to you, your husband, and, and, and his mom had a son. So, you know, we all have an importance in our one. But when you get one plus one plus 9,000 plus 250, you know, it becomes an epidemic. And so we have to treat it as such. So, again, kudos, high five. Um, Kelsey, we would love to all join you in New York and rally and cover this so we can bring more awareness. You know, whatever we can do, and, and I know, Sunny, there's not mommy speaking, whatever we can do from this, as my mother would say, little old me radio station, whatever we can do, you know, we want right. to be able to, to speak loud, roar loud, you know, hold up the sign. We we don't mind getting dirty, and you know, putting some. Well, Sunny doesn't like to do the stamps. I'll do the stamps on the envelope, but you know, emails, and <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever we need to do. You know, we don't mind getting our hands dirty because we do believe that it is important for us to to be about whatever we can find our hands to do to do that and do it well. Exactly. Well, I, I'm. I'm honored for you all to show me. I mean, it's just I'm so thankful for the outlet and for people to hear this. I really am. I can't say it enough. And I'm going to tell you guys, like Jazzy mentioned earlier, uh, once, one of the good things about our broadcast, and I'm really thankful for, um, is that once we come off air, our show becomes a podcast, and that, that archive, that actual uh, link, will be accessible at any time. So it's something that you guys could use in your media, um, your marketing efforts, your fundraising efforts, um, because that's what you have to do. And you guys already figured that out far greater than this show tonight, that awareness and, um, 
and um, activity, uh, you know, people being uh, active in regards to this and becoming aware of the situation helps to make things grow. So literally we come off air tonight about 10 minutes, not even that, that long, but about five minutes after we come off air, uh, we'll share out the um, actual archive of this show. And, you know, even if people weren't able to listen to it tonight live, they'll be able to listen to it at any time. And uh, we're really grateful um, to have you both on air and for you guys to both touch each other um, in, in such a way that I don't think, um, you know, it's not happening fast. <laughs> like I said, it's, it's, right. it's amazing. And uh, tonight has been great. I, like, again, I want to I thank Ms. Wall Street and Sweet Baby Keita for, for like for getting us on the right track, starting off with the with the with the laughter and the impromptu stories of uh, being pulled over by the police. So um, <laughs> <laughs> it seemed to be a playoff of last night, uh, talking about the do's and don'ts of what to do when you get pulled over by the police. So, um, guys, I want to thank uh, both of you guys, Tracy. Uh, I know that you're in the process of. of uh, growing the foundation, and I know that it's still very young, um, but I, I know that Kelsey could be a definitely, uh, excuse me, could be a definitely good mentor for you in that walk, and you guys can be, uh, a, you know, a, a strong back for each other. I, I, and and, and, it's, and this is even better. You guys are both here in Atlanta. And, um, you know, yes. And also Kelsey Stringer is also the owner of Flat Shoes, um, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Share the audience about the business because we all want entrepreneurs. Well, well, I was not going to be, you know, well, I was not going to be so, you know, African American and the references. But I will. Well, no. Well, Sunny, when you said you, you know, you play basketball. So one of our things, we opened. I just opened my store. So Tracy, I say this to say, life happens and. You know what I mean? You will you will be able to take all these things that you're doing, and, and, and when you say it, Sherelle talks to you and do it. So just anything, use this to just, you know, encourage you to just do different things and try different things because we both know you only get one life, you know. So mm-hmm. I, I opened a business um, called Flats. I, I love shoes. I used to be um, a shoe buyer for, well, Sonny, you would know this, for Marshall Fields, you know. Back in yes, oh, the God. Day. And that's, that's the best. Place. That's the best yes, place in I, the whole world. I miss in it. In the world. I know. Girl, I, I know. Girl, I'm on my way to field. <laughs> girl, yes, the best. So I was about for just you know for back in the '90s and um, before I got married and all that started a family. But um, motivated motivated me. I've you know engaged again. I have a new child. She's three years old. Oh, and high five! You know, thank you. So in the midst of you know coming out of my you know you know my drudgery and just pain and you know and and you're gonna always have those days you can't get it together. But I decided that this go around with this one. I can't, I, I got to do something different and you know and keeping along with, you know, maintaining Corey's legacy. And, and now it's, I don't even think it's Corey's legacy as much as it is just, you know, the legacy of all these other children who go through this. Uh-huh, but uh-huh, I opened uh-huh. up a business called Flats, at Flats with a Z. And um, our website is flatshoes.com. It's in Buckhead in Atlanta. And what I want to bring to Atlanta, being that I'm a Atlanta native, is that, you know, there used to be times when we had nice shoe stores. And, you know, yes. now we don't have shoe stores. We have the mall. And, yeah. you know, <laughs> and you know, and I'm a big shopper. Oh, right? I used to yes. 
put up a big shop. Like, I really, really love to shop. I mean, like, the best, that was what got me through this this my my grief, okay? Some people do drugs and alcohol, mine was shopping. So I uh-huh. decided that, right. you know, I said, you know what, if I can buy shoes, I ought to be able to sell some shoes. So uh-huh. I came up with the concept of flats, so I wanted to have a, um, a very nice upscale shoe boutique. However, I didn't feel the need for shoes to be, you know, a $1,000, you know, and, and, and I went through my time when I enjoyed that, and that's fine, and I'm not knocking it, but you know, I, I took a walk through Neiman's and every shoe is like nine hundred dollars, and I'm like, yes. And half it, and half of that shit is ugly, and I'm like, you're ugly, girl, right now, right? Listen, and Jessica, I'm like, can we just get off air and just have coffee, girl? And talk? you don't even know, I'm already shaking, I'm shaking, I'm shaking over here, not understanding my pain, girl. Oh, it's crazy. So I and I love and I and I just to say this to Pinsel, I love heels. Don't get me wrong. I mean, what woman doesn't, right? But the concept is flat, so. You know, flats are really shoes. People think like, oh, flats are trendy. No, flats aren't trendy. Flats are shoes. Heels are heels and flats yes. are shoes, okay? Mm-hmm. So um, I decided to do that and have it very at a very accessible price point. And we've been open now about five months. Um, yeah, about five months we've been open uh, um, on 314 Far Road. And 314 Far Road, that's the, um, our address. And... Um, you can check us out online. We are at Flat Shoes on Instagram, at Flat Shoes on Twitter, and you know our Facebook, Flat Shoes. So just check us out. It's, it, we can provide a great selection. And one of the big things that we do is we have a large selection of the larger sizes. Because I, I wear a ten. Yes, yeah. ma'am. I wear a ten, oh, so we carry weak. all the way up to a size twelve. Yes, ma'am. Oh, I feel so big, baby. Yeah, Lord, somebody better come and get me. Jesus, she's gonna stalk you, girl. She's gonna stalk you now, baby. No, you can. You you can. You have my number. You can call. Yes, girl. So, thank you. Don't, you. Don't, don't tell nobody. Uh, uh, because I'm about to get the producer's phone. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm so now. See, now I was already proud of y'all. I was already proud. But then you said you opened a shoe store. That just did me in, girl. Because <laughs> let me tell you really quickly, really quickly, mm-hmm. people don't realize. I had a shoe I've, I've had two shoe stores here in Atlanta. And oh, to wow. be a black woman in the shoe yeah. industry with good shoes. Now, I'm not talking about what you, you know what I'm saying. and turn around and sell them for $19.95. I'm not no, talking about no, none that. Of that. None of that. A decent Brazilian, Moroccan. Um, yes. You know, South America, Lamb. Wow. Talk about a very nice pair of shoes. To get into this industry as a black woman, it is difficult. It is mm-hmm. extremely difficult to get into the industry. So to get into it, to establish yourself, and to you know, to put yourself in the area that you are in is amazing in in itself. And then for you to say, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and carry larger sizes, which most people will come into your store, not yours because, yeah. man, you have larger sizes. But back in the day, when you say, okay, I want, why don't you carry more tins? Well, why don't you tell the manufacturers to make more than one tin per box? Exactly. Hello. <laughs> per, per box. Oh okay, you got 12 pairs of shoes, you get one tin. So one if you want 100 tins, you got to buy a hundred yeah. cases of twelve. Yeah. And you're a boutique. 100. How are you gonna sell all that? You know? Huh? Okay. And then they come in and say, Can you put this on sale for nineteen ninety five? See, 
Right there. Okay. So I'm so proud of you. Oh, my God. Can I just work there once a month? I promise. I you promise. work there every day. I can't. You need somebody part-time. Girl, yeah. you're not, you're not you have my info. You call me. You come see me. Y'all come see me, please. You, I'm going to be there tomorrow. What's have you over, girl? <laughs> 11. I can't miss <laughs> Oh, my God. I am too through. This is dumb. Hey, for tonight. I what I tell you, she is so serious. She is over here. I know she is. You, you want think I don't want her voice? Girl, I got a meeting at 11. The minute is over, I'm going to be downtown as I can. Y'all better join me. Come, please do. Please do. Awesome. Oh, this is awesome. I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, ladies, I, I got to tell you guys, I am excited and ecstatic over this. This has been our, our premiere week, and it's been three strong, great nights. And you guys just, just capped off the third night with a charm. So we have had a great time this week, Jazz. We've been, uh, three is a charm, I guess we got to say, right? Yes, um, yes, exactly. Absolutely. So I, I actually have nothing more other than I look forward to physically meeting you, Kelsey. And yes, you've got right, Tracy right. and Kelsey. When you guys connect, let me know um, okay. when you guys absolutely. connect. Yes. CC me on the Instagram pic. And, uh, and, 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 and and guess what? We'll have to definitely talk about doing a um a remote on location, grand opening, shebang, something, do the wobble yeah, on top definitely. of the shoe display or something, you know. Oh, my God. Yeah. Help us today. <laughs> she is curious. Oh, my God. Yes. So I just want to tell everyone that this has been a great season opener, and I want to thank you ladies for being a part of my my opening show this season tonight. I, I can't begin to tell you how ecstatic I feel right now. I, I, I really mean that. And I'm just so excited. Yes. And, uh, Good luck to definitely, you and congratulations too. Thank you. And I was going to say now the statistic question that Jazzy came back with, feel free. I know I, I like, I just like your flat shoes pages and stuff on Facebook. We're also on on, uh, on Facebook under Loudmouth Radio. Loudmouth is with two Ds. So if you guys have a moment, you guys find out that statistical information and, and put your links on there, you can go ahead and feel free to put them onto our Facebook page so that our audience can keep track with all the information that we just exactly. sending out. I was I was over here really Absolutely. trying to find those stats, but I know it's gonna probably take a little it's, bit of time. Um, I found it. It's, so, it's on yeah. my own <laughs> program that I sent you, Sonny, it's actually 350,000, and half of them are children. So we look wow. at that. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. That's okay. It's on the link that I sent you, the program that I sent you with um, Terrell's information. It's 350,000 mm-hmm. a year, and half of those are kids. Wow. And, 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 that's wow, high. that's hard. And in, in our stats from the Youth Sports Safety Alliance, um, just in 2008 alone, it was 120 deaths, just sports-related deaths, just in one one year, 12 months. So wow. we are a part of that statistic. I mean, could you imagine 120 children just dying from playing sports just in one year? Wow. In one year. year. So, so, do you, do you, so see the epidemic, guys. This is serious. We have got to get more involved. We at Live My Radio Network definitely, guys, seriously, when I show you have our support, all jokes aside, you have our support. Those that we know and those that we, you know, they hate to see me coming because I'm always like, okay, we got something else. Here's another, <laughs> here's another cause. Um, let me just let me just plug this real quick if you don't mind, Sonny. Um, we're having a, um, 
I'm having a wedding expo this year, and I know Sunny tapped on it on the, the, the dream wedding giveaway that we're giving to a cancer survivor. She's amazing. But in the actual expo, we have invited nonprofit organizations to come in because everybody who's getting married, they don't want a toaster or, you know, another spoon or, or whatever. They've got a, a lot of couples that are getting married. They have everything. They don't want something given. And, you know, some of them have money and some of them just want to donate. So we've invited nonprofit organizations into our expo. There will be a, a separate space set up. So in case that people that are getting married want to donate their honeymoon money or just their money period, they can choose the organization that they want to donate to. And, guys, you are so welcome to come in and set up a table that's for free. So, you know, I'll get that information to you, and you definitely can be a part of that because, once again, here's another call. I'm telling you, people are like, okay, you got to stop. I said, hey. As long as I have the ability, that's that's just what I what we got to do. So, uh, Tracy, Kelsey, you guys, I'm sure are going to do it together. You can come in and and just let everybody know what's going on with that. Oh, absolutely. And Jazzy, guess yeah. what? We sell brighter flats. We have brighter. Well, flats. I like you the most. Okay, so now you're gonna have to pay for Girl, that we'll boot. Tomorrow, you're gonna be at the yeah. tour tomorrow. <laughs> I am. Yeah, I'm looking at the right. suit too. I might have to join you guys too. Sure. Girl, listen, I got an appointment at eleven. As soon as I'm done, we're gonna cook up people. We're going down to flats. Join us yeah, at one point. What's the address for my time? 1231 o'clock. Give, give that address again, Kelsey. Yeah, 314 Far Road, Atlanta, 30305, and it's Suite A in the Far Road Plaza. You can't miss us. We're probably about um, right down the street from Atlanta Fish Market on Far Road in between. Oh, Monday fantastic. Oh, it's oh, a yeah, cute little uh, period design store over there that I like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, I know what it is. We'll go by and get a whole food green drink, and then we'll be over. Exactly. <laughs> well, I look forward well, to it. Thank you, ladies, so much. Thank you, guys, thank so you guys. much. And, guys, thank you thank that you are listening me. into the Asher Show tonight. Um, this has been just – it was expected, but also just the unexpected. And this is what, what we look for to happen while we're on air on Loudmouth Radio just for the things that just come naturally to take place. And we're just grateful to be a vehicle to allow that platform to take place. So Mm -hmm. as far as our listeners, we want to encourage you to tune in with us. You can actually follow us on Twitter at Loudmouth. We're also on Instagram at Loudmouth and on Facebook at Loudmouth Radio. And we're also online at loudmouthradio.com. And listen, if you've got suggestions, things, topics, you know, conversation that you want to bring toward, uh, you know, bring forth, go to our website. You can go to our contact page. Send us an email. You can also go to our Facebook page and post some questions and comments. And by far, reach out to these ladies if you've enjoyed this broadcast. They're giving you social media and everything to them. Reach out to them. Just give them a little love and support. I'm sure that they'll thoroughly appreciate it. And for all of our faithful, loyal listeners that have been with us uh, since last year, we're looking forward to continuing to have a strong season this year. So, again, listen out for Tuesday night, The Bear Truth, Love, Life, Sex, and Flowers with Ms. Jazzy Jones. The Legal Voice with Attorney Valerie Vi on Wednesday and myself in the studio with Sonny on Thursdays. And don't forget, each night we're opening up our pre-show with What's On Your Mind, Atlanta. And I'm wrapping it up, ladies. I want to thank everyone for tuning in, and I just wanted to deem it appropriate to play Miss Beyonce because you know what? Uh, You know who rules the world. I ain't got to tell you.
Good night, everyone. Good night.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.